0: Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we are going to be covering minute number 71. Uh, which goes from 1 hour and 10 minutes to 1 hour and 10 minutes and 59 on the clock. We start off with uh, the end of the restaurant scene where we first met Sean Parker, um, uh, or should I say where Mark first met Sean Parker, and he tells us that the Facebook is cool. Uh, we get the, the, the kind of famous line from the uh, trailer about the valuation of the uh, company before the minute finishes uh, with... Um, <laughs> With Eduardo talking about um, how Sean made the biggest contribution to the company. Now, that will actually come in tomorrow's minute, um, but it is one of the other kind of well-known lines um, from this kind of stretch of the film. Um, There's also a little tiny bit where I think Eduardo is doing a kind of impression of johnny carson when he says the words really big fish Uh, but we'll get into that joining me to talk about today is david kincannon hello david hello
1: darren thank you for having me on the show
0: uh yeah so you know uh, we we had this discussion last week about you know whether or not facebook will have ads or should i say the facebook uh something of course we will talk about a bit more tomorrow Sure. you know a change is proposed to that um and you know sean had said neither of them were right you know should he should we start making money should we put adverts on there or should we not do that Um, He tells us, you know, Facebook is cool. That's what it's got going for it. You know, you don't want to ruin it with ads. Um, And I like here how um, the, you know, Jesse Eisenberg is kind of um, slightly out of focus, slightly in the background as this goes on. And Mark keeps kind of throwing these little agreements in as Sean keeps talking. So he's like, yes, exactly. Exactly. right." Like He just keeps (laughs) saying it like kind of I said exactly like he just keeps agreeing with him. Um, you know, and Sean just kind of keeps saying, you know, like it's it's like throwing the greatest party in campus, and someone's telling you it's got to be over at eleven. And of course, Mark's like, exactly. And it's like you don't even know what this thing is. And of course, Mark's like, I I said exactly that. And you know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny. It's like you know. You don't know how big it can get and how far it can go. Of course, like in 2010, you know, Facebook was quite big, but now it is, you know, it has billions. I think I think the last report said it had like 1.6 billion monthly users, which is an insane amount of people. It really is. Um, yeah, and of course, this is where we get the famous trailer line, except in the trailer they doctored it, and they did not use this particular, the way it happens in the film, uh, they they cut to the back of, or they cut to the kind of side of um, Sean Parker, so you just hear um, uh, Justin Timberlake say the word, a billion dollars. But in the film, he says, you know, this is no time to take your chips down, you know what, a million dollars isn't cool, you know what's cool, and of course, Eduardo throws a little sarcastic <laughs> at you, and... And then we jump to the deposition room just as Sean kind of takes an intake. You kind of just hear his breath as he's about to say. And then Eduardo cuts him off and jumps to the kind of future and says, a billion dollars. Yep. And then, of course, he goes, and that shit everybody up. And then when we get back to the restaurant, Sean is like, you know, that's where you're heading, a billion dollar valuation. Um, You know, and I, you know, he talks. Then we get something which will come back later. Um, which is the kind of the talk of, um, you know, unless you take bad advice, you know, you, you you may as well have a chain of very successful yogurt shops. Um, I believe he pronounces it slightly different to the way I say yogurt. Um, <laughs> and he says, when you go fishing, you can catch one fish. Uh, sorry, you can catch a lot of fish or you can catch one big fish. And he's like, have you ever seen a guy, you know, walk into a guy's den and see him with a picture of him standing next to 14 treads? And what I would love is if that was a thing that people <laughs> did, like if fishers, Fishermen caught like 14 tiny fish and they like had pictures of them with all of them. Um, And then, of course, this is where Christie and I must say, you know, I praised Brenda Song last week because I think she adds a really interesting dynamic to this scene. Um, You know, the film is mostly men. Right. um, So having her in this scene is kind of is kind of fun. And she kind of says, "No, he's holding a three thousand pound marlin." And I kind of love that she she's she's kind of following along, and she kind of gives you know Sean Parker the punchline he's looking for. But she like wildly overestimates the size of a yes, marlin. she does. And and of course, Eduardo then turns into that guy, and you know he <laughs> he spends he spends his time correcting Christie rather than kind of you know not getting the metaphor basically he pretends like he doesn't understand
1: yeah he gets he gets super bogged down in the facts of the of the situation that doesn't really have anything to do with what they're talking about yeah
0: I, I mean I, it has a, a kind of small undertone of sexism to it as well because it feels like you know if mark had said that he probably wouldn't have even given it a second thought but it feels like he's sure. deliberately correcting christy here and kind of getting stuck in that thing uh but I kind of like how you know, Sean. Sean isn't bothered by the fact that she's wildly overestimated the size of a marlin. She, you know, she understands the analogy, and of course, Mark says, "You know, that's right. a good analogy." And of course, Eduardo's like, "Yeah, but we all know that they aren't really three thousand pounds." <laughs> and of course, that's when Christie says, "Have you ever seen the big ones up close?" And he's like, "I don't. I haven't, but I don't think a marlin's holding the. You know, a, a, a marlin. A guy's holding a marlin the size of a Range Rover." And this is where he says, "That would be a really big fish," and like just i i don't know maybe i'm just hearing it but it sounds like he's doing this kind of mini kind of like <laughs> uh johnny carson impression there um, wow
1: that that is wild stuff <laughs> yeah. weird wild stuff
0: uh, it reminds me of um kevin smith used to do a, a small series of um, kind of vignettes for the uh the jay leno version of the tonight show um and uh they appear on one of the dvds of his many films and um I think it might even be for Jersey Girl, which is a film I've only ever watched with the director's commentary on because that's the only way to make that film good. Um, but yeah, so the, Kevin Smith went to like the, um, uh, the like the kind of, uh, there's like a, a shop in Seattle that has like a gigantic shoe outside. And he did a joke about like, you know, a really big shoe. And he kind of said, to he said, he like there's this shopkeeper and he says to him, do ever pe- people ever come up to you and saying that's a really big shoe? And he goes, yes, they do. And he's like, well, what do they say to you? And he goes, they say that's a really big shoe, and the entire segment is—it's <laughs> uh, kind of stuck with me, like you know, 15 years later, because it was just kind of—I I don't know—just kind of a weird little thing that he did. But that was—that's kind of what this reminds me of—is just people doing this kind of, you know, uh, you know, this kind of really, this really big fish line. Just I, every time I hear it, I'm like, <laughs> it sounds like he's doing that impression, but at the same time, it might just be a coincidence. Um, and I cause this is where Christy kind of jumps in and says, "I think we might be getting away from the point." Um, you know, and you know, that is that is kind of you know, that's kind of true. Christie is basically saying, Look, that's not the important part. Like the amount of pounds that we're talking about on this <laughs> Marlin is not the point of the analogy. It's that you have to make a choice. Do you catch lots of fish or do you catch one big fish? Um and you know, of course this is where Sean downplays his involvement and says, I don't have a dog in this fight, I'm just a fan who came to say hi <laughs> and it's like Which well, which seems a little
1: disingenuous.
0: Yeah, like it doesn't seem accurate. Like it's, it feels like he has some ideas, uh, and of course, you know he he pays for the you know he pays for the dinner. Um, you know he he kind of says that he'll meet Mark again, um, and then of course uh, we finish the scene with Eduardo just saying you know not before he made his biggest contribution. Uh, the rest of that sentence tomorrow is to the company, but you know let's not spoil tomorrow. Sure. Um, you know that this this kind of this kind of like um, thing where he's just you know a fan who came to say hi again. Given that he, you know, he kind of showed up twenty five minutes late and then paid for the meal and then in between spent nothing you know, most of the time telling stories about himself and how great he right. was as the CEO of various companies, it feel it does feel disingenuous for him to just pretend like this was just a meeting about him saying hi.
1: Right. I mean and, and yes, I mean he is he is a supposedly well off, but we as we as he has already said he's actually broke individual traveling across the country from California to New York just to say hi doesn't really seem like that makes a whole lot of sense.
0: Yeah, and you know, like the the amount of apple teenies we've seen them drink, that's going to be quite a big bill, <laughs> uh, a really big bill one might say. Um, and then also the you know the kind of the starters that he ordered like the, the glazed this and like it's not like... duck confit! Yeah, like, he ha- he basically... Ha- it's not like they just kind of went somewhere for, like, tacos or something. He's, oh, he's no. made a big deal of going to, like, a very exclusive restaurant in Tribeca. So, right. you know, it it kind of feels like this... You know, the fact as well that this is his territory. Like, he knows the names of the waitresses. When he walks in, everybody is kind of shaking his hand. And, like, it feels like he's managed to get, like, Zuckerberg onto his kind of territory to kind of almost show him, look you know, this is what you can have. You can have fancy meals whenever you want. You can have everyone knowing your name. You can, you can kind of be, um, you know, the kind of King of, of the restaurant when you walk in, you know, you can be, uh, well loved, you know, like this, he's kind of trying to sell him on what it would be like for him to be a CEO of a billion dollar company. Right. Um, you know, in this kind of scene, that's what it feels like to me, not a fan who's come to say hi, that feels like Dan playing it in the most kind of weird way.
1: I have to say that, uh, the, uh, I've been a I've been in the food industry off and on for over 25 years. Um, I'm actually a, you know I'm a server part time right now, and I'm super curious about how much that check was and what the tip was.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know what uh, the prices at 66 these days are, but uh, like I mean I I have a feeling I looked it up on some kind of like a restaurant guide, and I think the indication was like three dollars was like the, three dollars. You know, like how they give yeah like in terms of like how much it costs um so i don't i don't know that the restaurant is still kind of like open today um you know but uh, like it's it it was located on 241 church street um so i think uh i think that yelp is kind of reporting that it uh, it's closed down okay um so i, I well actually um it's got four dollar signs on yelp that's a big one um, Woo! Yeah, so it says average above $61. So I don't know if that's one person eating then you're probably looking at a few hundred dollars for this meal alone. Yeah. Um and God knows what the drinks are costing. Oh,
1: an apple teeny at a place like that in 2008 was probably $12.
0: Yeah, and they have a f- they've had they've got at least four or five rounds right. going there. So yeah, you you're probably looking at a bill that's somewhere in about $500-600. Um, but yeah, Eduardo, of course, in the deposition says an interesting line. He says he owned Mark after that dinner, which I feel like he's kind of overselling it just a little sure. bit. I mean, you know, like for what we know what happens within the rest of the film, I feel like Sean Parker was, um, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know. He was, he was helpful. Let's say, you know, like he kind of managed to bring some angel investors on board. Um, you know, obviously he didn't get nothing out of it himself. You know, he, he got a few shares, um, of Facebook himself, which, you know, we'll talk about kind of the price of Facebook uh, when we get to the kind of incorporation papers later this week. Um, but yeah, so it's it's not like he did it for nothing. But at the same time, it does feel like, you know, just from the I mean, obviously our introduction to him, you know, with Dakota um, uh, was um, like kind of more friendly. Like, you know, he was kind of just interested in the site. Sure. You know, he's very playful with her, um, you know, like so like we've kind of seen him as a bit more playful and so in this you know having watched him tell like a number of stories in the last few minutes it's kind of more intense and you know it does feel like maybe uh i don't know if the implication in the performance is that um you know sean parker was uh uh, let's say a little bit more enhanced during this meal um like he's certainly playing a a level of energy that you know and kind of self-involvement that fits with um I don't know. Uh I don't want to get sued by anybody. But let's say um there are people that I know who take a certain drug and <coughs> then they do they get very they get very enthusiastic and very egocentric mm. and it seems like Justin Timberlake is playing just a little bit of, the, of that in this character. And you know, later on in the film um you know that will also kind of be alluded sure. to. Um but yeah, it seems it seems like I mean, you know, if he it seems like an entrepreneur in New York would um, if he's flown all the way from LA, maybe that's why he's twenty-five minutes late. But uh, it would seem that maybe um, he's slightly more, let's say, excited right. than the other people in this um, in this particular meal. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if it's true that he owned Mark. That's the thing that I think Eduardo is kind of really colouring it. Uh, like I said last week, you know, a lot of this is kind of the meal, kind of done with a little bit of montage. Uh, With the kind of music playing underneath, and then in between we have Eduardo in the deposition room, kind of giving commentary on what happened at the meal. Right. So it does feel like it's slanted slightly towards his point of view, which is possibly why he seems like the one person who isn't drinking as many apple who isn't buying the stories. You know, who's kind of trying to stay sober and a bit more level headed in this meeting, Uh, whereas you know uh, Christy and uh, Mark seem more kind of taken with Sean Parker, Um, and of course. You know, some of that might just be Justin Timberlake. He's a super charismatic guy. Absolutely. So, you know, it's hard. It's hard to hate him. Absolutely. So I find, so personally, I find, I find it interesting the idea
1: that Mark Zuckerberg is infatuated in in this way with Sean Parker seems fairly interesting to me because um, Sean Parker, you know, in terms of his relationship with Napster, was kind of a he was the face of the company. But he wasn't, he wasn't like the brains, which it seems to me like Mark Zuckerberg would be way more interested in Sean Fanning. Because Sean Fanning was the coder, he was was the developer, he was the guy who
0: did what Mark does. This is kind of what I said last week, which is when people were introducing the idea of Sean Parker of Napster, I was like, no, 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 I... I had no idea that this guy even existed until I saw The Social Network. Sure. I always thought of Sean Fanning. Um, some of that might have something to do with the Italian Job remake, uh, which, of course, <laughs> gave Sean Fanning... Uh, that is that is also yeah. where I, that is also
1: my touchstone for Sean yeah, Fanning. Yeah, which kind
0: of gave him a... Pro- but also, I remember him from all the trials... I remember Sean Fanning from all the trials with... Um, you know Metallica and all that kind of stuff. So right. I, that So I remember him from that. I don't remember. I mean, Sean Parker might have been there, but I don't remember him ever getting any kind of press or anything. Um, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird that this is the person who Mark is. You know, kind of right. Um, let's say vibing with. You know, you would think that Sean Fanning would be the person he'd be more interested in meeting.
1: It almost seems like Sean Sean Parker would be the kind of guy who would almost turn Mark Zuckerberg
0: off. Yeah, and also it feels like you know Sean Parker would really be the person that Ed Wado. Would want to make because you know he's got this business experience you know eduardo keeps painting him in this bad light but it feels like realistically eduardo will want to try and get sean parker on his side so he could sell the idea of putting that right. or making money off it um but yeah i mean uh, obviously when the when the Winklevosses buttered up mark they kind of they kind of went through his backstory and this whole thing of like, he invented this program, but didn't sell it to Microsoft. And, you know, so I, I don't know if Eduardo knows all that because, you know, it, I'd assume that because the Winklevosses know know Eduardo must know what Mark did when he was right. in high school. And so you, you think to yourself, well, you know, Mark, you know, Eduardo should know that Mark, he, you know, he didn't take a million dollars from Microsoft when he was in high school. Why would he want to start putting, you know, taking money for Facebook now? Like, you know, it, sure. it, it kind of shows a little bit of a disconnect between these two, you know, supposed friends, um, you right. know. So, I mean, is there anything else that you feel we've got to cover in this minute or um... uh, just real quick? Well, while,
1: while it's true that um, Christie completely overestimates the size of a Marlin, uh, it is worth pointing out that Eduardo completely underestimates the size of a range rover yes range rovers are closer to like five six thousand pounds whereas like
0: my jetta weighs about three thousand pounds so they're both basically they're both they're both wrong <laughs> they um, are both wrong. I, f- I i feel like though you know um, i mean it's worth saying that uh, obviously land rover um, a, a british company um, Uh, They make other vehicles other than what most people would just classify as Land Rovers. That's true. Mostly under the branding of Range Rovers. Um, So... I don't know, maybe maybe there could be something that they make that's only about 3,000 pounds. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like the overestimation of the Marlin is probably a little bit bigger than the underestimation it, it is, of but, the yeah. the Range Rover. But yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what the biggest Marlin ever caught weighed. Uh, but I suspect it's probably just going to be in the hundreds of pounds rather than the...
1: No, I've actually, um, I, I looked it up and yes. I, what
0: I what I saw was that they
1: can be as much as 1,800 pounds.
0: Oh, well there you go. Yeah. And those are the ones
1: that you usually see that are like hoisted on like a winch. Yeah. And like the guy is standing next to him, so he's not holding it. No, he wouldn't yeah.
0: But that's what I'm saying, like what would be the biggest Marlin that somebody could physically hold? I'm gonna guess probably I know, maybe four or five hundred pounds before maybe, I don't know, I mean, then you're talking about powerlifters, aren't you? So, right, yeah, you're, you're talking you know, about like then, Dwayne Johnson. Yes, uh, so I, you know, but yeah, I, I don't know, I, I just, I do like the kind of metaphor, of course, that is something being set up here that we'll come back later, we get to talk sure. about just in a few episodes time, so uh, I will ask you, did you see The Social Network at the cinema? I did, I didn't see it
1: nearly as many times as you did, uh, I did see it twice. <laughs> Um, I had a, I had a job that was pretty relaxed in terms of like, they would let me make up time if I wanted to take like a half day, one day, one week or, you know, during the week. Um, and I would, I would usually use that to go see movies during the afternoon. Uh, and I actually saw this opening day. Um, I saw like a, like a one o'clock showing, um, because it was, cause it looked, cause I saw the trailers and it looked super interesting. And, uh, I love Jesse. I had, you know, I was a big fan of Jesse Eisenberg from Zombieland at that point. Um, and obviously Fincher is great. Uh, so I so I definitely wanted to see it in the theater,
0: uh, and I think it's one of those films that kind of um, I don't I mean I think there are a few other Fincher films you know which we'll talk about which in the cinema you know like uh, seeing Fight Club was kind of amazing just to kind of you know you feel the room as the twist kind of happens you're yeah. like um, you know so but I don't know that there's anything in the Social Network that kind of necessarily means you need to see it at the cinema um, I'm just a fan of seeing stuff in the cinema more than once um, you know because. After that, you have to wait until DVD or Blu-ray or, you know, whatever format. Right. Um, you know, so I like to make sure that if I'm going to see it in the cinema, i see it, you know, as many times as I can. Um, or as many times as I want, depending on, you know, availability. Um, so, yeah, well, then uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, David?
1: Uh, sure, since it's Monday, I'll plug my own Movies by Minute podcast. Uh, I did 99 episodes of Everlasting Minute, which... Uh, was my, my co host Jason Kirk and I going through uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original 1971 classic with Gene Wilder? Um, so that's available
0: at everlastingminute.com. Great stuff. Um, and you can find us on MySpace at myspacecom the Social Minute, or on Twitter at Social Minute, or on Facebook at the Social Minute Podcast. Thanks as so well for being my guest here today, Dave. Thank you for having me here. And I will see you tomorrow. Absolutely.